0: Hello and welcome to Something Positive for Positive People. I'm Courtney Brain. Something Positive for Positive People is a 501c3 nonprofit organization that serves as a go-to sexual health communications hub of resources for people specifically navigating herpes stigma. We advocate for the integration of the lived experiences and what people have learned through being on the other side of an STI diagnosis into sex education and STD prevention efforts in order to better support uh, programs that have the initiative of reducing or minimizing the alarmingly rising STI rates year over year. Uh, So that's what we do. And the website now reflects that in a much more clear and concise manner Um, if you've been following consistently over the years or if you're new here and you notice that uh, there's been a little bit of shift or disconnect with me um, rightfully so I think that um, part of what I encourage people to do is to be present with themselves and that's by me being present with myself so over the last three weeks I well four weeks actually it's almost been about a month no three weeks three weeks Uh, so I'll just go ahead and share this now before I continue to go into the podcast content but uh, I was in Denver and when I was in Denver it was um, at the in the middle of November yeah towards the end of November and I woke up and I felt what was a nodule on my testicle on my right testicle And one of the jobs that I have is I teach med students to give a genital exam on people with penises so I knew that this was something that I needed to go and get checked out and so I checked the other testicle I found one there as well and it wasn't my epididymis it wasn't any of the anatomy that is supposed to be there I know this okay so I was supposed to have gone to Australia Uh, I canceled the trip and I immediately scheduled a doctor's appointment. My doctor wasn't able to to see me until five days from now. Uh, Fortunately, I'm so grateful he did this, he canceled all of his appointments for uh, Wednesdays for the remainder of the year. And so it was suggested to me to see another doctor within the network and I got to go and see a doctor on, um, I think it was December 5th. Uh, Yeah, December 5th, Um, fortunately too, because My trip would have been December 7th, and I had to file an insurance claim to get uh, my money back, which that was a whole thing. But um, I am happy to report that I got the imaging done, and we found out that they're just cysts. Um, They're not cancerous. So that was really what my biggest concern is. And I share that, you know, I know people don't really care what you got going on. I mean, I told people that this was something that was going on with me. And it just really seemed like just it, it, it was very much belittled, I would say. And I think that people just have their own things going on they're in their own world oftentimes. And, you know, they hear, yeah, I have something on my testicle that might be cancer and you know you You can just blow by that. I understand. There's a lot happening in the world, but um, Thankfully that wasn't the case and even when I found the um, When I found the nodules on myself I Want to say that it really made me start to think about where I'm at presently Um, That tragedy made me present I'll repeat that, y'all. That tragedy made me present. And I was freaking out because I started to think about Courtney Jr., who isn't here yet, but I always talk about or think about. Uh, for when the time comes and I know one of my co-workers he had to get one of his testicles removed So I spoke to him about it and he we cry some jokes because uh, he now has one testicle But he still does the job and uh, teaching the genital exams, but he's done in a lot less time than we are But uh, he was a very supportive person and a lot of us don't like to talk to people around us But I want to acknowledge like very similarly to herpes had I not known someone that I could speak to about this, who had been going through the same thing that I was starting to go through, I I really would have freaked out a lot more than I did. And I wanna thank him so much. You know, I'll tell him thank you the next time that I see him, but I'm very thankful to have been able to walk away from that with the reality of what might have been next. So he shared what his experience was. Uh, So I kinda was prepared for what to expect when I went into the doctor and Um, Over those next, you know, two days, I think it was two days between when I got my doctor's appointment and he said, we'll do some imaging. And then when they called me and they told me someone canceled so I could come in right away, um, I got the imaging done and just learned that they were cysts. So I did, in fact, find nodules on my testicles. They were just cysts. And this experience really um it it again just made me look at where i am right now and i tried so hard to distract myself between when i found it and when i was supposed to have uh, a doctor um and when i was supposed to have the doctor's appointment i spent a lot of investment into something positive for positive people and it's during these times of tragedy that i think that you start to learn what's most important to you um I reached out to my family, I let them know what was going on and I, I don't like how this is gonna sound, but the I didn't get what I needed from my family. And that hurts to say out loud, but I didn't get what I needed from them. And oftentimes I think that we might reach out to people, not just with an ask, but sometimes we also have an expectation. And said expectation, can just be for them to just make you feel good. I speak about identity validation and how important it is that if you have a herpes diagnosis and really what it is is that you just need for someone close to you to be able to validate who you were prior to that diagnosis. And I needed somebody to remind me that, you know, even if I were to be experiencing the tragedy of having to go through the process of what you would go through uh, with cancer treatment or chemotherapy and all of that. I still needed to know who I was. My family didn't get this, Get this, give me this. Um, and anywhere else that I could have gotten, and I could have posted to social media and people would have, you know, saying their praises. But as I've mentioned before, you know, that quantity of validation or that quantity of love and praise doesn't mean anything in the grand scheme of the quality that you want or that you really need and desire. Um, so to have not gotten that from my family really made me, you know, start to think and in thinking it was like okay well you know what's most important to me and what did become important to me was the family that i intend to create and something positive for positive people so these were two of the things that i would say that i spent the most time on um i'm one to look up like the spiritual meaning of things and i have a very witchy friend of mine who um She'll like look up things and I talked to her about it and we had a very similar experience because she found things on her breast and so she had to go to the doctor as well. So we were chatting about this and when we look at that, it was a, a fear, a fear around creation because that's where the reproductive organs are. I had to cysts on my testicles. This is where the sperm's housed and produces and all. So there is energetically A fear of what my creativity creative power is now we can also say that there's like some fear around sex but we're gonna we're gonna just say how it is right Um, and in processing what fears there might have been the the cysts are a fluid buildup, and they couldn't tell me exactly what fluid but just like it's fluid buildup. and when i think about build up i think about blockages so perhaps an energetic or emotional blockage of the natural flow of creativity for oneself and in my therapy sessions which i graduated therapy y'all has been almost four years it would have been four years in march or april 2024 um But we had our last session last week. I I cried, y'all. I cried. (laughs) And I ain't want to cry. My therapist, he made me feel real good. But I I let him know. It's like, you know, I think it's more important to me at this point to be able to work with you in the future and send clients to you to give them the the therapy that I had over the last four years. So to support them in their healing. I think that that's... um, you know, it's more in line with the life is about what happens through you, not what happens to you. So yeah, it would be selfish for me to see him way less because I've learned so much than it is to share him with the world, you know, as we can. So, um, due to the timing of everything, like there has to be a little bit of a break between when I can start sending him clients again and, uh, when I can, um, Yeah, between that and (laughs) now. So uh, the blockage. Um, I had to look at what I was doing. And again, what was most important to me and my priorities and what became most prevalent to be important to me were Courtney Jr. And then something positive for positive people. Now, Courtney Jr., in order to get here, I need to have a person in mind to reproduce with and do all of that stuff with. So these have been major priorities for me and my attention had shifted um when I decided not to go to Australia when I uh, coming up on that decision you know I had to sit with myself and I asked myself Courtney what the fuck are you doing and I remember when I had that thought you know it wasn't just about the Australia trip it wasn't just about um the the Cysts that I found before I knew that they were actually cysts. It was about everything that was happening in my life, you know, looking at what's important. Is this trip to Australia supporting something positive for positive people or Courtney Jr.? Yes or no? And then when the answer wasn't yes, it was like, ah, okay, well, I made the right decision in canceling that trip. Um, Even though, you know, I, I had to cancel it in order to get my. Imaging and everything done. One of the doctors made a joke. He was like, or one of the techs made a joke. He was like, oh man, you were going to Australia. You might've gotten this for cheaper over there. The imaging done. I was like, man, it's, it's more to it than that. So that's what I've been doing. I have been looking at what it means to prioritize courtney jr and prioritize something positive for positive people because these are in fact two things that do nourish me like when i think about you know not my family i love my family but i also recognize that like they can't love me the way that i need to be loved now and i guess i've just developed into this person that doesn't fit in at home uh and i've struggled with that for a really long time um for those who don't know i moved home to st louis uh in May of this year 2023 and when I got there it took me about two weeks to realize I I don't belong here and that's okay um it just didn't feel like home to me and even in moving back to Portland Portland feels more comfortable but it doesn't feel like home to me and as I continue to look at what my priorities are where my head's at what I need and what I am choosing to prioritize, I see that it's a lot of things that there's a lot of guilt around. Like I feel guilty, but I don't just feel guilty for, you know, not really wanting to be close to my family or not wanting to be closer in community with the friends that I have. I more so feel guilty for not feeling guilty about that. And it's, funny because like the people who see me the most understand and respect and appreciate that about me you know and I I have more of a nomadic lifestyle but I think that that's more out of avoidance of finding a place where I see people but people don't see me and Mm -hmm. I know this might seem as if i'm going a little bit all over the place but it's i'm bringing this back full circle to the blockages build up fluid um how this manifests emotionally and energetically with creativity and creation um because that's what it is you know the further away i am from home and this was something that came up in therapy the more successful i am and it's not just like an outward success of what's happening around me it's also in how i'm feeling in myself uh being away from home i done lost i didn't realize i had this but i lost 25 26 pounds just not being at home and That's so crazy to me because I've been watching my sodium and I've been weighing my food. Those are probably the biggest things I stopped drinking um, and I become boring. I don't eat out nearly as much, but I recognize that these like the cysts had to have occurred over time. It wasn't just something that like in May when I moved home, I got it. You know, I just happened to notice it and in doing so i started to look at myself and look at what my priorities are and what they were so as i look at these blockages in my life and these resistances in my life and where i'm hesitant to do things in life it all keeps coming down to these two things the creation of my own family and i don't want to just like have a family like make some babies and then relationships don't work out like I want to be and create and hold together a family that's important to me and for a very long time I've been doing things in life that aren't important to me and it took for this cancer scare for me to recognize that it's like a second herpes scare or third in my case because I got the type 2 diagnosis the type 1 diagnosis and now you know thinking that these lumps, nodules, or my testicles might have been cancerous, I had to have those same feelings again. And I thought it was interesting that that was the case. And so the other priority of mine is something positive for positive people. And the reason that I know that is because I've been able to do more during the time that I was avoiding looking up cancer information. Like I took that energy that was intensely bubbling up inside of me that could have been anxiousness, depression, anxiety, or that could have been uh, fear. And I turned that into the gas that I needed in order to just get through today. And I needed a vehicle for that. Something positive for positive people was my vehicle for that. So I went to the website, www.spfpp.org. I went behind the scenes of it and I looked at the pages and I thought there were things that needed to be done. I made a priorities list, not just, you know, for this, but also for my personal life. And I'll just start with the personal one because I thought that this was really important. You know, it said priorities straightened out ASAP. This was the one thing for myself. I have invested a lot of money, energy, attention and time into and this is embarrassing to say like I have been with a lot of people over a very short period of time and I'm sharing this as a personal thing because going into 2024 uh, I I will be exclusively professional when it comes to something positive so it's like the last one where y'all gonna get Courtney's personal experiences outside of you know However, we end up having to communicate. But uh, it was actually Safe Slut. Me and Safe Slut were having a conversation. I was in New York and I was with her, um, Jolene, who we had on a previous podcast episode. And there were one, two, there were two other people. We were at dinner. Nobody else heard her ask me this, but she asked me, she was like, uh, oh yeah, how many people are you dating? And I was like, what do you mean dating? And I found myself like in asking that question, I didn't know how to answer it. I, I, I just did not know how to answer it. So I went home and I wrote it down. I was like, Man, how many people am I seeing right now, quote unquote? And I wrote that down. I wrote down you know, the names of the people and what the relationships were. And it was so embarrassing to me that I couldn't define what these relationships were. So these were essentially situationships and none of them have the potential to be working towards Courtney Jr., and when it when I realized that I was like, oh, this is like shameful and embarrassing because I am the kind of person who is an intentional person, and I've been doing so many things without any intentionality behind them. You know, even the way that something positive for positive people worked out is actually impressive to me for me to just be like oh dang people with herpes want to kill themselves let me start interviewing people and just put it out there for others to find to have developed into a nonprofit organization that this year was able to raise fifty seven thousand dollars almost that is really impressive and i'm sure that i've had spurts of intentionality you know non-intention and pure intention I think can be synonymous and so while you know I've just gone about this in an unintentional way I just happen to look up and see just the the beauty and the evolution and the potential of what more can be done if I were in fact intentional about it I mentioned. Uh, My therapist mentioning or asking me where do you see yourself in 15 years and I used to get panic attacks thinking about anything past the next six months even right and having had this scare of the nodules on my testicles that made me really look at how short my life can be and if I were to you know if this were to be bad or if I were to have my life shortened what's important to me what would I be doing what would I put my money energy attention and time into that's what came up I would be doing exactly what I'm doing now y'all and it's you know I, it, it makes me very proud of myself and for so long I've sought out so much different approval even with my yoga teacher i told my yoga teacher i wanted to you know somehow incorporate yoga into my work or do some form of yoga um and she sat with me she said to me she's like courtney i I mean what did you need like did you just need my blessing you know it sounded like you you know what you want to do do it and i didn't realize how much i've done that over the years i have very much looked for somebody to tell me Courtney, it's okay for you to do what you wanna do. Courtney, it's okay for you to go for what you want. Courtney, you can do this, you can make mistakes, you can have success. And it took for me to have this experience and write down all these names and look at what my priorities are and were to realize that, wow, you know, I've been looking for this I've been looking for what I received from these nodules on my testicles, the, having this shit scared out of me. And again, just like the, the feeling of embarrassment for myself stemmed from not being intentional at all. And even in not being intentional, knowing, all right, I want these big picture things. And what I'm doing is in direct conflict with these big picture things that I want there's a lesson in here you know for anybody who's probably like yeah i'm oversharing you know it is what it is i think that this is me going out with a bang i've uh removed i deleted myself the podcast from the internet um just i think that it's better for me to move forward in a way that aligns with what you'll see when you go to something positive for positive org or spfpp.org um you'll you'll see what i mean but I went from being an influencer, a a dude with a podcast on a social media platform to uh, running a nonprofit organization. And I'm so proud to look up and see that over all this time, I was able to raise $57,000 this year because the year over year it's increased. Yes, but not significantly enough for me to be able to only do this. And I made a promise to myself. I'm not going to say what that promise was, but in 2024, I am going to only run something positive for positive people. I'm not sure exactly when, but there's a requirement for myself that I have to meet in order for me to decide to not do my other jobs. Um, This is important to me, and I recognize that everything that's not something positive for positive people that's not courtney jr is not important to me oh that i feel a sense of guilt for not feeling guilty about saying that and that's been a thing lately too just feeling guilty about not feeling guilty for actually verbalizing things you know um i, I looked up and like i i I see that there are people who have supported me since the first day, since the first podcast episode, since the first time that they've encountered me or or talked to me and we've had conversations. And, you know, I feel so much love and support from these people, at least through me being myself in this work, that it feels like I I owe y'all this. I owe y'all this openness and this vulnerability to this point um, as I move forward. That... I'm not able to necessarily give to my family and have it be received. Um, and so it, it's very important to me that despite you know the feedback, I've been getting feedback from people lately about running a business, how you know, don't nobody care about my problems, but uh, I do believe that this community needs to know that like, On the other side of what y'all might think is me having all my shit together, you know, there's still stuff that's going on behind the scenes. Uh, I still have, you know, whatever my family issues are. I love my family again. Like, I love them. I'll always be there for them when I can and do things that make sense. But I also recognize that that sometimes can conflict with the things that I want for myself. And so... Uh, Me sharing this right is not exactly in alignment with the bigger picture of something positive for positive people working with organizations because if an organization hears this and they're like, why is he talking about this? This is for y'all. This is for the people who got me Um, up to this point. the organization who have supported me with their stories, who have taken the HSV survey, which, by the way, if you haven't taken, please go to SPFPP.org slash survey and get your responses in um, the people who have made donations the people who have been Patreon subscribers and who have been since then moved over to uh, something positive for positive people's membership options, which you can go to SPFPP.org slash donate or slash membership and you will find there are options for you to donate one time or you can donate on a reoccurring basis and you'll get access to the things that are shown on that website but i owe this to y'all because y'all y'all really y'all really rocked with me like y'all kept me going to this point and It's been so easy to experience burnout. I see a lot of people who I started with or who I saw in the beginning of this herpes education advocacy journey that I've been on who just aren't there anymore or they've made a shift. And in those instances, you know, I wonder if y'all feel abandoned by them or if I should feel abandoned by them. Uh, But I've, I've decided, you know, that this is in fact what I do. This is my career. I'm not a social media influencer, y'all. I'm not a dude with a podcast that y'all can just, you know, come trauma dump on or have these expectations on me to do everything for everybody and serve all the people. Like I'm, I'm one man and I'm one man with priorities. I'm one man with priorities who knows what those priorities are now. And I am moving forward very intentionally in everything that I do. And that includes this organization, that includes the relationships, that includes where I'm interviewing or who interviews me. I'm asking more questions. I'm not just jumping on to everything that's like good exposure. I'm, I'm past that point. The SEO is good. The website is good. Uh, organizations know of something positive's existence. We're doing these trainings with healthcare professionals and organizations. And we're even doing our own events in-house now. So, yeah, I... Want to, I'm not gonna say like kill the connection that we have between my personal experiences and y'all's, but again, it's just one of those things where I have a very unique perspective and experience that it's not about me, it's about the organization. My experience is this organization. And should you choose to continue to want to explore and experience what that evolution and experience is, then I invite you to keep up. Like I invite you to keep up with me. Um, social media has not really been helpful to me lately and that's not supportive to something positive for positive people. So to, if I'm gonna be completely honest, like more of everything is going to go directly through the website. Um, yeah, I, I, the thirst traps for views, that's cool. Like that's worked in the past, but I, I, it's not getting me survey responses. It's not getting me conference attendees. It's not doing anything. So I have to look at what is doing things and is uh, I'm running a business. I'm running an organization, you know, and I used to and I still don't do this. I used to always say, like, I never want to become one of those people who uh, becomes a coach and charges people to to listen to them. But what I will do though is tell you to support this organization and this work because you're benefiting from it and the least you can do is offer money because I know y'all won't share it. I know a lot of y'all won't uh, give a testimonial and I know that as it's happened in the past and I'm experiencing it right now, people will come and I will never hear from them again. Like They'll just emotionally offload and then just disappear as if they never were here. So. A lot of these changes that I'm about to speak to right now are as a result of me making something positive for positive people a priority. All right, so I made this hit list (laughs) and you'll see this on the website as you go through it, but these changes have all been reflected. Um, One of the things that I've done has been one-on-one phone calls, whether it be coaching, whether it be venting or support or help disclosing, which I guess would be coaching. Um, I'll have a conversation with you. I have a conversation with anybody and I am asking everyone to just send proof of a donation. Just make a donation and then we can set up a time to talk. The value of my work is not reflective on whatever your donation amount is. You get the same version of Courtney. I just need to know that you have invested something or to some level invested in What this bigger picture is for something positive for positive people like to know that you are, in fact, invested enough to put a little bit of money into it, into your own support, your your healing. Like, do that for me. Y'all can do that. And I know because a lot of y'all have given way more for way less. All right. So that's the thing that now is noted on the website. And it's very obvious that this is what it is. I am not setting up a calendar for y'all to book me, y'all, until I'm done with my other jobs. And if that goal is reached um, this year, then that's when I'll start to allow for people to book with me directly through some sort of a Calendly thing. Uh, Linktree, nope, not doing it. Uh, I was able to update my resume. I'm I'm going through things that really don't matter. Hold on. So newsletter. Sent out a newsletter. I had about mm, almost a thousand people who got the newsletter, and it's funny because I, I can see who unsubscribes, and I realized, oh my some my exes were in here. Uh, there's a herpes advocate that I guess we bumped heads about something, and this person uh, unsubscribed immediately. I haven't talked to this person since uh, they called me out on something, and I challenged them asking a question. And they didn't have the bandwidth to discuss any further. So this is how I, it's a pattern. <laughs> this is how people choose to deal with things. People don't have very good conflict resolution skills. And I don't care how exhausted you are, but if you call somebody out on something, it's important that you be willing to support whatever that claim is or to be willing to resolve the conflict. So, yeah, that's. Uh, I, I think that most of the bridges that get burned Uh, by me and this is me not reflective of the organization uh, comes when people don't respect that Courtney is Courtney and then the organization is the organization not that there needs to be any type of a separation but this person who at one point did and could have continued to be a major a supporter of the work that is happening through something positive for positive people just kind of threw the middle finger up at me and you know it is what it is but in order to avoid things like that happening where there's this overlap between I like Courtney or I don't like Courtney and I believe in this organization I I definitely need to let this be the last time that I offer this much personal experience so that that is essentially what this is it is my Goodbye from Courtney and hello to exclusively running as an organization. Um, so newsletter went out. I got a lot of people's email addresses um, unsubscribed because, you know, people just don't want to see that stuff in their inbox, which is fine. But if you're someone who wants to see the monthly newsletter in your inbox, please go to SPFPP.org and subscribe just there's options all over the place you'll get a pop-up if you haven't entered your email already so it's as easy as that Um, I got the videos of me talking about you know what's on each page Um, there is also what I'm calling presence practices and this is my expression of yoga in the way that helped support me through my herpes diagnosis over the years so I started going to yoga right after my diagnosis because I saw that it was good for managing stress and your mental health. So in doing that, I was able to continue to live in a way that I've gotten very few outbreaks. I had my three I've had three over the last 10 years Um, and I really credit a lot of that to yoga because it's helped me with being better equipped to be in therapy it's helped me for managing relationships identifying emotions and being able to make the necessary shift to do what I had to do in order to navigate those Uh, the conference y'all May 23rd, 2024, from 10 a.m. Central Time to 4 p.m. Central Time. I've got Dr. Eveline Dacker, who's gonna talk about stigma in healthcare and present STARS to present uh, healthcare providers with to talk to their patients about their sexual health status as well as give them a tool that they can use to teach them to teach their partners, to teach patients to teach partners about talking about sexual health. I believe that this is a very powerful tool In order to minimize these alarmingly rising STI rates that we keep hearing about from organizations that report on these things. We've got uh, Nikita, uh, wow, Nikita, who is going to, she's a sex therapist and a psychotherapist. She is going to be speaking to the intersection of sexual health and mental health as a therapist having worked with people with herpes she's going to speak to a lot of uh, identity and sexuality and that interconnectedness there so if you are in the healthcare field if you're a therapist please attend this conference and the, the keynote is going to present the analysis of the survey findings that you all have been filling out again if you haven't spfpp.org survey so that you can take it yourself if you have a clinical herpes diagnosis please go and take this survey we're at roughly 700 responses right now uh it'd be great to get up to a thousand prior to the conference um and you can help us with that please share it within your networks and your communities as i've been asking people to share it lately they've been sharing it Um, And it's led to some conversations and some uh, people who have been active in the herpes education space have also been sharing the survey as well, which is really, really helpful. And I'm thankful because the support groups, positive singles, um, they don't let me and it's as simple as that. What I'm doing goes directly against uh, the power structure that is positive singles where they make money off of y'all not wanting to go off and learn how to disclose your sexual health status to other people. So thinking that you got a date within your own is a way that that structure stays as is with the status quo. And so yeah, if y'all are, you know, giving them uh, $30 a month, to, to date only people with herpes and we'll get something positive for positive people, $10 a month to get through your healing and be able to talk to people who don't have herpes and be able to love yourself and feel good about yourself in order to not need that site and also go and find people more compatible to you and what your needs are. And uh, then yeah, like I, I really want you to challenge that, challenge that thought process. Um, Because I'm spending money to be on positive singles right now just to promote the survey Uh, because that's all I can get away with. They remove my links, they remove my website, they remove anything that I post about, something positive for positive people. So I just got in my bio, interested in men, women, and couples. I'm looking for a relationship, marriage, dating, casual, friendship, support, everything. I want everybody to see me, because when you see me and you click on my bio, you are gonna hear about my backstory, and then when you message me, that's what we talking about. We talking about this survey because I need these survey responses. And I'll talk to you about the conference, but I know there's some disappointed people in my inbox right now, but this is what I gotta do. Again, this is my priority, y'all. And it's a non-issue for me to make uh, make these decisions. When you have that bigger picture in mind and that bigger decision is made of what your priorities are, all of the little decisions on the way that need to be made, make themselves. And I live by that, y'all. I I live by that. I kid you not. So uh, I will be presenting on the intervention program that I, I've always talked about. Like we uh, teach people how to talk about their sexual health, and we want to integrate this into sex education and uh, STD prevention resources. So I now have I'm finalizing a budget for it. But what it is is an actual intervention program that will in fact teach healthcare providers to do a better job talking about sexual health with patients in a way that is free of stigma. And I'm not going to go into more detail from there because I've had an idea stolen in the past from another organization that we were supposed to have been uh, on a grant with and I'm not making the same mistake. This is part of that transition into recognizing I'm an organization and a business now and not some dude running a podcast or an Instagram influencer or anything like that. All right. Um, if you want that part of me, come to the live podcast recordings, become a, uh, something positive for positive people member for $10 a month. You get access to the, uh, support group weekly and you get access to the live podcast recordings once a month. Um, uh, but you can be there and you can join in for Q and a with myself and the guest If there is a guest, um, uh, those are things that you can do and there's more options on the website if you go to spfpp.org you'll be able to find those um and yeah that's that's the conference the conference is for again health professionals and people who have herpes who just want to come and like learn the tickets right now uh, early bird tickets are $55 for the entire day and then after January the prices are going to go up to general admission $75 so if you're someone who works at an organization please I got flyers uh, on the website you can share if you need to share something with your organization and tell people to come to this conference let me know I will do whatever I need to do to get people here that is where my focus is right now I need people to take the survey People to come to this conference. So, email me, Courtney at spfpp.org. I'm in the process of writing a book. I've been given writing assignments. I'm working with a publisher, and the book is essentially the shortcut of the podcast episode. So, what we've learned consistently from the podcast, you'll be able to get out of the book. And rather than having to listen to 300 and whatever podcast episodes, I've moved Patreon to the Something Positive for Positive People website. So if you are a Patreon member, you're hearing this, please join the website and then unsubscribe from Patreon. Once everyone has removed themselves from Patreon, I will go ahead and close down the page to where uh, everything comes in directly to the site. Patreon has taken 9 to 12% of our total uh, donations and Squarespace, the website that I'm hosting on, takes 3%. So in transitioning, you immediately increase the value of your donation if you choose to stay exactly where you are or if you want to upgrade. That is always nice. So please, you know, if that's something that's within your means, do that. Uh, but yeah, Patreon will stay up as long as people are on their... Um, I was nervous about mentioning this because I would hate for people who just forgot about it to be reminded of it and then go, oh, I'm still giving money to this. I don't need that anymore. And then I just no longer get their donations. So that's been a real thought for me. <laughs> um, and yeah, if you are someone who joins before January, you'll get ten dollars off the something positive for positive people um, conference that's coming up. And it's, it's virtual, too, by the way, because I know I didn't say it's virtual the survey i got it posted everywhere again like these are my priorities even on fat life so you can find me on fat life at h on my chest still uh it's just h on my chest That's my uh, name on there. Um, I am making it a point to create more group spaces, even in the non-monogamy kink BDSM world. Uh, I wanna make another something positive for positive people group for people who are curious about or navigating the kink and lifestyle settings to be able to have community, not just with people with herpes, but with people who support something positive for positive people. That is important to me, that we have this diverse community of communities even, Um, but all under the guise of we support something positive for positive people, not that we all have herpes, because there's plenty of people who don't have herpes who are in support of something positive for positive people. Uh, I mentioned the presence practice, so I've been making it a point to upload videos there, uh, and you'll be able to see those once a month. If you join at a higher membership level, uh, $50 a month, you will be able to join me live for these, uh, yoga sessions, these presence practice sessions, as I'm calling them, um, and then what else I got? Uh, yeah, the partners page. So there's a page now that is called partners. You'll see Nikita on there. Um, I need to put Eveline on there, but she's a board member, so we don't need to do that. People who provide services, uh, products uh, for people with herpes or in the herpes community, reach out to me. Um, Belize is someone who I know um, who sells uh, products that help with outbreaks. So I'm gonna get with her about being on the website because she's she's been a day one for real, y'all, for real. And so, um, yeah, if you're someone who would like to extend your services, like I, I think that I need to see more consistency from you than you just being a person who shows up and gets on this directory and has access to this community. Because again, this is a priority of mine. This is a very sacred space and it's important to me this is where I'm I'm working, y'all. I'm doing my work. I'm doing this. This work is what I am supposed to be doing. I know this because after my near-death experience, I guess, uh, this is what was important to me. And my motivation for Courtney Jr. has really made me a much better organization runner because I'm saying no to a lot of things in the past that I would have said yes to that I really should have said no to. So that's that's what I'm, I'm really happy about. Um Oop, can't talk about that one. That's my my project. We got things happening for that. I have an outline of the conference. You can see the the timing of it. You won't see like what's the in between. Um, I'm seeking sponsors. I don't know what sponsorships look like, y'all. I'm learning this along the way as I go. I probably done burned a couple bridges just asking, "Hey, y'all, y'all want to sponsor the podcast?" And people being like, "All right, what do you want?" And I'm like, "Uh, I, uh, uh, duh," right? But. I brought in someone who reached out to me, actually, and I'm so thankful to her. Rebecca, shout out to you. Um, And I I know he doesn't like me saying his name, so I'm not going to say his name. But these are two people who have been really, like, in my ear about business stuff. And I've just, they've planted seeds, they've watered it. And I think that I just needed a little bit of a nudge to really receive what they've been saying about the importance of this work. Because in not valuing it enough to tell people to put money here. People haven't been putting money here. And you know, he the guy makes the point that and the, the lady also made the point that I shouldn't be doing other things and this. And in fact, I'm probably killing myself in the process, like burning myself into the ground and uh I'm very surprised I haven't burnt out yet. But in order for me to be able to do this full time, I recognize that there are some things that just need to happen. Part of what things are is me saying no. <laughs> it's, just, it's just as simple as that. I got to say no to what's not progressing something positive or progressing uh, the the foundation of what it is going to take for Courtney Jr. to be here. Um, and yeah, I, I love y'all. I love my people, but I can't I can't keep doing things that take time away from developing this uh the website has a ton of resources and support um modalities but for contact with me directly like i just need to know that you're invested in what i'm invested in as much as i am or even you know uh, it ain't got to be the same quality because i'm always going to be into this more than anybody else ever will but Just to know that you support it is enough for me to be able to give you all of what I can give to you uh, throughout the needs that you have. This cat about to knock down something loud. I apologize in advance because I I see it happening. I just don't want to yell at him. Uh, There's a rope class. (laughs) I got the conference done. Yeah, so um, the next things that are going to happen, just so y'all are aware. I am working on a directory. The directory is for sexual health organizations that provide STI testing, that provide services to people in the realm of sexual health. Uh, What I want to do is test these places and give them a score and say, okay, this place is approved by something positive for positive people um, and have it here to where when people do want to go get tested and they're not sure where to get tested at, uh, it would link people here and their city, state, Will have different offices that they can go to. And if they meet our requirements, they get the something positive stamp of approval. And I'm gonna rely heavily on y'all to support me or, or show me, you know, tell me where you've gotten good healthcare from in your state, in your city, or country, even, because people have access to this from Canada. Uh, there's listeners in India, Australia. Uh, the Netherlands, like something positive for positive people is global, y'all. This is really amazing to be able to see as well, uh, the the growth that's happening out of this. And I just know that the more that I am able to lean into and prioritize this, the better off things are going to be. Um, I have podcasts coming up. Oh, <laughs> so I'm going to email public health departments. If you work in public health and you have contacts, please let me know who those contacts are because... I need to work with these people, it flat out like something positive for positive people needs these connections, these contacts, uh, to be able to put in play this program that I'm putting out there. I need to get money, and that's what I need to get better about asking for instead of being like, oh, do you want to be on my podcast? No, like I'm in, this is a nonprofit. Something positive is. And there are things that we want to accomplish. Here are those things. This is how much money we need, bigger picture. How much can you contribute towards that? And it's just me tapping back into my sales, uh, old sales, Courtney. A lot of the skills that I've developed over the years and repressed over the last seven for some reason are now like just bubbling up inside of me. And I do believe that it has to do with me knowing what my priorities are right now. So, Um, I'm, I'm grateful to y'all who have been here this far. If you were here for Courtney and the thirst traps, I'm sorry to say y'all ain't gonna get that no more. Maybe if you attend the yoga classes because it gets hot, I have to take my shirt off. Um, if you want to join, join the membership page of something positive for positive people, and then you'll be able to see that. But otherwise, like, (laughs) ain't no more of that. You know, it's, it's, it's time to get it cracking. We in year five, year five of being a nonprofit organization. I'm bringing back therapy. Um, I just need more people to sign up and, uh, we'll be able to start the group therapy sessions. Uh, it'll be 12 weeks, 12 people and we have a licensed mental health professional who is going to be providing the service. I want to be able to pay it pay for it for y'all but looking at the numbers right now i need six thousand four hundred and eighty dollars to be raised in order to start that and i also need eight more people who want to participate in group therapy you know i know there's people who are struggling but i know that there aren't people who are willing to take that next step and transition into uh doing something about the struggle of navigating herpes stigma uh shira i forget her last name but she was um on Shan, Shan Boudram's podcast, Lovers and Friends, and she talked about her herpes status openly, I think it was two years ago. Uh, she and I talked recently, and we're gonna have a podcast together. So that's gonna be a virtual event where people can sit in, you can buy tickets for it, or just make a donation and join. Like you can do, you can participate in the Q&A, I'll just have her share her story, her experience, and then we'll just dive into that. And then if y'all got questions, y'all can ask questions. Uh, I'm working on a media kit to be able to give to organizations specifically for the conference, but I think it's time. It is time. ain't know, I think it's time to start looking for sponsors, y'all. Um, Rebecca, thank you so much again. Pointed out to me that, you know, there's still like 10,000 Instagram followers. There's 10,000 subscribers to the podcast and there's an even higher number of that of people who visit the website and these are all media opportunities for me to bring in revenue to something positive for positive people and I just haven't been so I'm working on that I'm busting my ass to get all of this stuff done and this is again just all within the last three weeks of having clarity y'all so I invite you to do what you got to do to get that clarity Right, like All of this, you, y'all have gotten to see me go from naive 27, 28-year-old Courtney who was recording podcasts in his car with people driving around, poor audio quality, to recording podcasts in my closet, to recording, recording podcasts in between clients at a gym that I was training people at, to creating a podcast studio in the gym that I was working at. Uh, to move into Portland across the country from my home to take on an opportunity of getting funding for the first time to now having a website to now hosting events and raising money and to have gotten $57,000 over the course of a year running a nonprofit. Um, not for myself. Like I'm this for the nonprofit. I don't want y'all to think I make $57,000 a year. According to my, uh, my, uh, taxes, I didn't make near that, (laughs) um, but there will come a time, this, this will be my full-time uh, employment, my full-time thing that I'm doing uh, soon enough. And I've in prioritizing it, I've gotten glimpses of what that looks like. So I can only go forward from here, it's only up from here. Uh, next week on December 20th, which is five days from now, I will be interviewing Safe Slut. Trisha and I are going to be talking about play spaces and why people with herpes are hesitant to attend those play spaces and we're going to just you know talk through that and what would it look like to host a play party where people with herpes do in fact feel safe to engage and uh, participate in lifestyle events like that you know there's we know that in new york specifically because that's where she is and that's where i'm at a lot um that would be a good place to host something so i encourage y'all to uh stay on the lookout because that live recording is actually going to be next wednesday december 20th at 1 p.m cent or eastern time it's 1 p.m eastern time you can go to spfpp.org slash events for the full details of this event click on the calendar the date is going to be it's it's in there so The the calendar shows, the event, the flyer, the details. All you'll have to do is either become a subscriber at the $10 a month or more option. Or you can just make a donation and let me know that you want to attend the event. I'm not asking for any particular dollar amount in donations when it comes to the live podcast recordings. Um, But I I will make a particular ask when it comes to the workshops that are going to be happening. When we bring people on with... um, speakers and because these people need to be paid and i mean honestly i need to be paid too but that's that's not something for y'all to have to worry about but things are going to be happening in a way that is going to bring money into something positive for positive people for us to continue our advocacy efforts all right so thank y'all for listening to me talk this entire time about me and about <laughs> something positive for positive people um But yeah, y'all, I I, I love y'all. I thank y'all for being here. I appreciate y'all for supporting and getting us to this point because without y'all, it wouldn't be here. These experiences that y'all have been sharing with me, these are going to be extremely useful to, as I said, be integrated in the sex education and STD prevention programs. This is what's about to change things. When we get stigma-free healthcare, not from just, you know, for people who have herpes but also the people who are going to get herpes and for the people who are going to be disclosed to by somebody who has herpes like this is a very pivotal moment this conference because the more people that we get here the more money we raise the more that people hear from me what this plan is and the more opportunities we have to obtain some form of funding that supports not just people living with herpes and experiencing stigma but also the world y'all So I believe in this. I believe in this. And if you believe in me, you know, I I hope that something today that I said really does resonate with you because I ain't going to lie, y'all, like I, I was very hesitant to share this part of myself. And. The, the, the things that I'm dealing with on a personal level Or have been dealing with Now I'm, I'm fine now But that motivation stuck The passion stuck Like I feel a reignited fuel within myself To do this shit for a whole nother 7 years And to see what my life can look like in 15 years Like I said I done graduated therapy You know I'm, I'm past that point of my healing process This is what it looks like on the other side So I invite y'all to come Come through here Do that with us and with each other there's a Facebook group something positive for positive people um, you can find all of this on the website you can join the Facebook group uh, you can also join the Fet Life group when I make that I'll let y'all know when that is but more importantly you can come attend these live podcast recordings but Safe Sluts is going to be on Wednesday the 20th of December at 1pm Eastern Time all I'm asking for is for any, you to just make a donation any amount make a donation and let me know that that's what you want to see and I will be sure to uh, get you on the calendar invite so that you can join us for that uh, video um, and also participate in the Q&A afterwards. And again, we're gonna be talking about herpes and the lifestyle. And uh, I think she's speaking about putting together some type of a, a play party event, a lifestyle event with uh, a couple of other people. So um, the it's gonna be more of a panel, I wanna say. Uh, I got text messages from the other two people who want to co-facilitate a play party. So, um, that might be what it is. I'll be talking to them about what it looks like to put together a play party for people with herpes and they have experience in this and it will be in New York, um, on February fifteenth, the day after Valentine's Day, which is a Thursday, and it's not Super Bowl weekend, so <laughs> if you got if you got availability, go ahead book one of them cheap flights and be ready to come in have a good time. Um, with that, there will be you know some conversations prior, of course, about uh, that setting, and it's not exclusively for people who have herpes. This is going to be for people who um, are. I want to say like open to it i I don't know like it's it's a play thing so sex doesn't necessarily have to happen it's a setting where sex positivity is like prioritized and consent boundaries and all of that are honored and people just aren't it's a stigma-free setting let's call it that this is a stigma-free setting so come to the podcast recording learn more about what's being put together and if you're interested in attending you can attend Um, I think that when they sell the tickets, that they're going to make some donations. So, yay, we need that. All right, y'all. Thank you for being here again. My name's Courtney, and this is another episode of Something Positive for Positive People.